This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Wow, just like that, the first week of fishing Paul Bunyan Country is over. We'll wrap up the week with a great show. Bruce Jean, the fishing machine from Rainy Lake and Lax Lake Guide Services joins us. And Aaron Schmitz of the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Committee is here to share big news about that tournament. Brainerd Lakes area listeners, listen up. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The afternoon sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting on the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry Cause now we going fishing for Bunyan Country This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast Sponsored in part by Bemidji State University You can pursue your passions with a world-class education In the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Fish and Fall Bunyan Country. Well, we're... About, what, two weeks out from the walleye opener, so it's time to check in with Bruce Jean, the fishing machine, and uh, find out if he thinks he needs to have his auger on the opener. Well, Kev, that's funny. I just posted a, a picture of some fishing on Facebook, and a guy said, I'll be up there next week. Well, that was that's now, and there's roughly 24 to 26 inches of ice on Rainy Lake yet. So if, if, if his plan was for crappies, he's not going to be in a boat, so... Um, opener on rainy is going to be close. Uh, you know, the locals, they're, they're projecting like May 10th ish for ice out. Um, you know, I mean, again, a lot depends on the rain and the wind and, you know, all the things with mother nature, but she's pretty fickle this year. Oh. Uh, did you kick her off this year, Kev, <laughs> or what? Why is she so mad at Minnesotans? Oh, man. Holy. Just a good question. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I did anything this particular area, but it is like uh, it's like winter saying the Minnesota goodbye. It's just uh, <laughs> holy cow! It just keeps punching back. Yeah, so, and I, I'm sure you saw the forecast this weekend. I had some sturgeon trips scheduled for the lake, and uh, 30 degrees and wind and rain. Um, I kindly rescheduled said trips, so it's it's not going to be nice. No, it, it's it's uh, it's been a, a nasty stretch. Doesn't seem to be getting much better. We're not uh, getting melt overnight. It, we're only refreezing overnight. So it's uh, it's very frustrating. There were a couple nights last week where they it was like single digits at one time. Uh, one was fifteen degrees. Like yeah, we're we're making good ice. It's like November. <laughs> right. Well. And for you, you know, you got the Malax Lake Guiding Service, and you got the Rainy Lake Guiding Service, and neither one of them looks real optimistic for the opener. No, you know, and, and seeing some of the posts from the locals around the Malax area, and there's, there's some bays that are opening up, and you know, I think next Tuesday, Wednesday, we are going to touch seventy, 
we just need some sunshine, you know, and, and I think that's going to really do some damage, but, um, yeah, it's, it'll be here. You know, we all have to have patience. We've had ice out, you know, in the opener many times before it just changes how you fish and, and, you know, your strategies and how many layers you put on. So. Yeah. It, 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 it bothers us and affects us way more than it affects the fish generally. It really does. Um, you know, but the water temperature is a big deal for opener and, you know, and I'm going to focus a little bit more on Malak, you know, with opener. Um, but the colder the water, the slower the presentation, the shallower you need to go, and just you know, the the, the mixing up different options. You know, they, we've had openers where it's 75 degrees, the water temperature is nearly swimmable. This year, we're, we if you jump in the lake, you might be swimming with icebergs. Yeah. So, um, but we'll see. You know, we we have two weeks from tomorrow, Saturday, right? So. Um, it, uh, it'll be interesting to see where Malax is at. Well, I tell you, it's, uh, there's a lot of lakes that I'm wondering where they're going to be at. I've talked to some people and I think it's just, uh, more of a defense mechanism, but they're confident we'll have open water. I'm not, but, uh, oh, well. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And, and, you know, I, I, and I think, you know, will ice be off on Rainy Lake? That's going to be tough. I, we have a lot of melt to do before it gets there, so uh, you know that one's going to be close. But I, I'm real confident, Lake Bemidji, Cass, Leech, Malax. I, I think we're going to hit it. You know, it might be just a few days before to keep that, that colder water there, but I think we're going to we're going to be using our boats, not our ice augers. Okay, I hope you are right. That for certain. <laughs> Well, let's recap winter just in general. I mean, uh, you got out on the ice a number of times. Uh, it was a difficult winter for a lot of people to get on the ice and to find good places to fish. But once the hole was drilled, were you having success? We did. We, you know, and, and we primarily focus on, on the crappie bite around the metro, around even got onto some crappie trips on rainy here late spring and just had a blast. Um, you know, the big crappies on rainy, 13 to 15 inches, um, the, the worst part is we're catching those fish out of 40 feet of water, 35, 40. Um, you know, you, you've seen some of those shows where if the scuba diver comes up from 100 feet of water, his eyes are sticking out a little bit. That's what some of these crappies were doing. So, um, uh, you know, you take your time, you bring them up slow, and those 15ers went back down. But, um, yeah, it was a little tougher on them. The piece about, you know, the metro crappie fishing, we had some numbers of 150 to 200 fish in a four-hour trip. And I accredit a lot of that to, A, you know, we're learning, you know, Black Lake Guiding and the guys here are learning lakes in the area. And it's nice to have seven guides all working together to better the group. And the Mille Lacs Lake guide team does that. We work together. Hey, we caught them on Maple Lake today in 22 feet of water. Well, if, if I have a guide trip the next day, guess where I'm going to go, you know? Right. And so to have a team like that, it's really nice. But um, you know, catching that, those fish, and then, you know, we all have that active target, live scope, um, you know, at live view, whichever one you want to use, Hummingbird, Lawrence, or Garmin, and, and we're all actively using those, it's changed fishing completely. You know, you drill a hole, you don't even know where the fish are. You put this this uh, transducer down, oh, there's a school of 17, literally 17 crappies, 30 feet over there. Drill a hole over top of them, 30 feet exactly, boom, you're in the fish. You know, you don't have to wait for them to come to you. So, 
we're fishing with tougher fishermen. You know, we're not just sitting in a house and, and waiting for the fish to come to you. We're going to them. And so you got to be outside. You got to be portable. Um, but we're catching a lot of fish, and it was a lot of fun this winter. So that would indicate uh, once we get on soft water, there will be fish to catch. There will be. Uh, you know, out of all those fish, we put all but maybe 8 to 10, just enough for dinner. That's that's what I recommend our people do is, what do you want to eat for tonight? Because frozen fish just isn't the same. And, you know, it does work, but, and so we put those back. But, yeah, we're I'm really looking forward to having the ice off, getting out on, on the lake around here especially, um, around the metro area, and getting out and, and uh, harassing some of those crappies and bluegills that, that we caught this summer and released and are definitely growing. So. So what do you anticipate um, once we do have, uh, you know, water on uh, on Mille Lacs? Is it, is it going to be a good year for Mille Lacs? So everything I'm hearing, you know, the early Mille Lacs walleye bite was outstanding from the guys out there. Um, you know, having a late ice out is, is not a bad thing. You know, it, it does you know, possibly, and I don't think it, it changes the walleye spawn time. Um, you know, I think they, they will spawn under the ice. There's some people that will debate that, but I have a feeling they still are. Um, so that's, you know, helping part of that. But I think in general, this is going to be a good year. Our year class of 10 to 14, 15 inches last year. Um, I, I just posted a video on the Lake Lake Guide, Kevin. And in the video, I think there's about 45, there were three people, three clients I was fishing with. And we, we caught roughly 60 to 70 walleyes in a four hour guide trip. And, and we released everything, right? Cause it was catch and release last year, but we took a video of all of them that were released. And if you look in that, watch that video, they're, they're about 13 to 15 inches, but to watch a bobber go down, set the hook, or we were pitching jigs in a shiner and bringing them back. But to, to have that, um, all those fish on video, of the release, you know, cause you could videotape catching, like what fun is that? Right. So <laughs> we did all the releases and it was kind of fun. You know, we had a couple triples, uh, multiple doubles that, you know, we just hold on to bring it in, take a picture or whatever, and then release them. Um, but that's what we're expecting for Mille Lacs this year. And, you know, to go out and, and, you know, this is something that we, we just, I was talking to some of my other guides the other day and, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that take launches out and they're fun. They're great. Right. Everybody has a good time fishing with 30 strangers. Um, but you know, if you want to, if you want to go out and, and, and catch a, a large number of fish, you know, check us out, do book a four hour trip with, with Black Lake guiding, you know, you, you, what you have with, with our group, you have a personal touch, you know, you have, you know, three, four guys in your boat with one person, you're not, with a bunch of other drunks or whatever might be on the launch. Not saying everyone that fishes those launches, but Kevin, I think I've seen you on there before. Maybe. But there's multiple Maybe. techniques. <laughs> and, you, you know, we're going to teach you how to fish. We're going to teach you how to pull uh, rigs. We're going to teach you how to lindy rig. We're going to teach you how to slip bob. We're going to teach you how to pitch in the jig. Uh, we're going to teach you all kinds of trolling techniques, you know, downriggers if they need be. Some of our guides have them. A lot of them use lead core. But there's just a lot of options on learning how to fish. Um, our boats are a lot quieter. You know, you, you, there's just the three or four or two of you on there. And most of our guides are pretty quiet and humble. Then there's me, right? Kevin? So, <laughs> um, uh, we will, we will fish different species for you. You know, we're not just going to go anchor on a reef and sit there for the four hours. We're going to move around. We'll fish bass in the, you know, in the early evening and then go out and catch walleyes in the afternoon. Um, but we'll customize your trip to what you want. You know, so 
um, our boats will do 30 to 75 miles an hour. Not that any of us will go that fast, but that V10 400 is going to be fun, Kev. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we, we'll get out to the, the spots quicker. You'll get a longer for fishing. And the nice thing about the Mille Lacs Lake guiding is we will catch and clean your fish for you. So I don't know if all the other launches can say they do that. So, you know, personalizing the trip, I think it's something, you know, it, to, to go out to Mille Lacs, yeah, I know there's a lot of listeners in the Brainerd, Baxter area, Bemidji area. It's not a, it's a quick trip to get over to Mille Lacs and to catch a lot of nice walleyes. It, it's a nice evening of fishing. Grab a sandwich, watch the sunset, you know, book a trip today because you're going to have a good time with it. So I don't know if that was too much of a sale pitch sales pitch kev but there's literally nothing better than at an evening of slip bobber fishing on malax on even lake bemidji and just having a good time with it so absolutely absolutely and of course you also spent a lot of time up on rainy that is not a necessarily a great opener lake it's more like uh when like a week three lake right it is it is but you know the and my brother worded it my older brother is uh, a guy that I've been guiding with for a million years up there as well. And his summary is, as the water warms, the fishing does too. And Or as the, as the water heats up, so does the fishing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's true. Our, our best bites are July, August, September. And, you know, if you want to come up to Rainy, book a trip there. The bite on Rainy continues to get better because of our catch and release. And just our sheer, you know, people were fishing over Lake of the Woods, or now they were going to Canada. You know, it's it's just a lake that continues to grow and get stronger. So it's a good lake. Well, this, uh, you know, one of the things that I typically see a lot of on social media this time of year is lots of pictures of sturgeon and walleyes on that Rainy River run. It's not been a great year for that, though. It, it was tough. You know, so I had a five-day guiding done stint up there, and we had um, the first three days were lights out, 40 to 50 nice fish nothing over 27 so we got decent fish but nothing you know that that you want to like well i will had some dandies way over here right so but these fish were were healthy they were strong um but they were local fish you could tell that they weren't coming up from the lake yet so the local river fish that stay there a little beat up a little discolored they weren't as bright you know or white as the lake fish are and, and um so there was definitely a change in in that that the run hadn't really occurred yet. About, I'm going to say, April 13th, the current got so strong. We had about a 24-inch water clarity when I started, and by the last day guiding, uh, it was about 4 or 5 inches max. That was a fluorescent chartreuse-colored jig. Couldn't even see it 4 inches in the water. That's how dirty that river was. Oh, so, wow. And, you know, picture all that current, all that pushing all that junk down the river, and it gets on your line. And as soon as you have anything on your minnow or plastic or whatever, fish don't bite it. So you, it was a constant pickup, clean the stuff off your hook, put it back down, bring it up, you know. So if you could keep it down there, you know, we, we would catch some fish. But we had, I mean, the last day, and I had trips scheduled, but the last day, we fished eight hours, Kevin. We caught 11 walleyes only. I mean, that's oh. how slow it was. So, yeah. And um, But they were, they were troopers. And what, one of them was a 27. So, you know, there's that. Always that chance to get that 30-incher out there. But it was it was a tough bite. So even even guys struggle when that water is that, that cloudy, if you will. So, yeah. But the sturgeon bite is, is 
it's, it's going right now. I know some guys out there, I actually just saw a picture of a 69-inch sturgeon. Can you wow. imagine that, Kev? So <laughs> that roughly a 100-year-old sturgeon. How old are you now, Kev? Uh, um, <laughs> pretty so, close to that, that, yeah. that, that sturgeon, um, it, it took them 40 minutes to get in, and they got some heavy-duty equipment. So, um, But, yeah, they, you know, the, the bite is good. It's a lot of fun. The, the Rainy River sturgeon run is, is in full swing right now, and if that's a trip you want to do, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, the, with the heavy current, using a four or five ounce no roll sinker, and keeping a shorter uh, leader from that sinker to the hook, and then loading up with four or five night crawlers. Some people like to put a dead minnow on it. Some people, you know, I mean, it's so it's it's your preference. I, I still there's still some guides that spray WD forty on their minnows and and. Uh, and and night crawlers and I just I'm, I'm not there yet, Kev. Maybe <laughs> the old superstition will kick in, but um, so yeah, there, there's, it's it's definitely a fun bite on the river for sure. Just for the record, that 69 inch sturgeon is taller than me, that by two inches. So whoa, okay, <laughs> but it's older I, than me too. That, yeah. It is older than me. Well, not by much, though. <laughs> not no, by I'm much. just kidding. Yeah. Hey, congratulations on your big anniversary. Your wife is a total saint, by the way. And if I might say, you definitely outkicked your coverage with her. So congratulations. <laughs> well, so. well, thank you on both counts, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. but yeah, it kind of threw us off there. <laughs> yes. Um, what should we talk about now, Kevin? Well, I mean, uh, you, you said you're anticipating a good opener. I mean, it's going to be, you know, typical bite, I'm sure. Is there any new stuff that you'll be using, any new lures or anything that you've seen that you think is uh, is worth pursuing? You know, you ask me this a lot, and you think I should be prepared for this? Yeah, you um, should be. I think I think the newest stuff that I'm using is the new – there's just new different lines out there. And, you know, the no-stretch lines, the model that has a little less stretch. Like, so there's just different stuff that I'm trying. There's a new type of Power Pro line that I'm using for rigging. So, you know, as far as that stuff goes, you know, of course, there's jigging wraps that have all kinds of different colors and, and swim styles and stuff. Um, but, I, you know, there's, there's all different kinds of colors, jigs. It's, they're always a new mousetrap. But I gotta be honest, Kev, I'm a live bait guy and a plain hook and a sinker. And, and slow presentation and keeping it, you know. But when we're trolling, yeah, I mean, shad wraps, jigging wraps, like there's all kinds of different stuff out there. But, um, I, I will say that the new lighted slip bobbers that are, that activate as soon as they hit the water and, and there's, there's certain bright, if they go down to a certain spot down, they change another color. Oh, that's pretty freaky, isn't it, Kev? So that's... they're green if they're floating. If they go down, they're red. Oh, that's like, cool. That makes sense. That yeah, it just means set the hook. So, yeah. uh, but so there's different techniques of, of bobbers out there, and, and you know, there's just a lot of neat things that we're going to be using. But I think that that every year the technology gets better and better, and just being able to see fish, you know, up there's three walleyes twenty feet that way my clients are going to be all over pitching a jig over those three walleyes, right? So that's, mm -hmm. that's the difference, the game changer in the world of fishing. And I think, you you know, how, how we're looking at fishing is not so much the tackle, but it's the electronics to find spot and locate exactly where they're at. So, um, so I, I, yeah, I should have been more prepared next time, I promise. So. Well, let's just talk in general. 
the reality is, if we have open water on the opener, and pretty much any lake in Paul Bunyan country, it's going to be right before the opener. So, so what are we expecting? Very shallow, I'm cold, guessing. Cold water, small presentation, shallow. Um, don't be afraid to bring everything. You know, uh, patronize your local uh, bait stores. And, you know, I mean, I'm a minnow guy early, but minnows and crawlers, um, I know that that pesky Randy Clawson, he's a night crawler guy. And, you know, we're fishing the tournament together. And mm-hmm. the big debate, you know, we talk this about every day, but the big <laughs> debate is what are we going to use, A, and B, he's got that brand-new boat. Are we going to use his new boat or my new boat? And, and so there's there's a lot, but, you know, the the jigging wraps and the cold, the, the higher-speed baits early, we tend to stay away from. So depending on the temperature of but Lake Bemidji for the Knights of Columbus or Cross Anderson, as it used to be called, um, that is going to be a, you know, pending water temperature. I mean, if it heats up and we get some outstanding warm temperatures, then it's going to, you know, everything I'm saying right now, but it will be off. But, you know, the warmer the water, you know, leeches are more using the quicker swim baits, things to that nature. Um, but early, it's going to be cold water, um, slow pitching of jig, um, you know, slip bobbers are always good because it's dangled right in front, but, you know, keep it just off the bottom, maybe four to six inches. That, that's going to be crucial. Always be checking your slip bobber for using those. That's a big thing. Keep it at that right depth. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, it's, 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 always, it's always fun to see the depth of fish in different lakes, that's for sure. You know, speaking of minnows, we heard, you know, it was a, we heard a lot of struggles to get minnows last year. What are you hearing this year? In fact, are you asking that? Because this morning, uh, the Minneapolis News just just talked about a minnow shortage for the spring. Channel 11, maybe, uh, Pair 11. But I, they, they just announced that there's going to be an extreme minnow shortage this year for the state, for the Midwest. So, okay. wh- I, and I, I, I don't know why. I didn't hear the, but I just heard people talking about it and, you know, that's a big deal. That's, that's, you know, there's been tournaments where we're struggling to catch a, to get a dozen red tails or shiners or, and if you are buying a dozen shiners, they're a dollar fifty a piece, you know? Yeah. So, um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, do you use plastics? Are you, are you sampling different things? It, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's going to be an interesting spring for many reasons. Um, ice, lack of, what you know, whatever your bait of preference is, and then a just or b just affording the bait for crying out loud. So, well, I think one of the issues would probably be the fact that some of the best minnow producing waters have AIS in them, and you can't commercially sell those. And that's uh, another topic, and and the location of those, I, I, I mean beaver dams or whatever you have, where those are. Um, at what point is the DNR going to say, okay, now we need to expand our range of where these can be sold, you know? And, and so, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a topic that if, if you don't agree with the DNR, you really don't agree with the DNR in this particular one. So, and I know the bait shops that I spoke with around Mille Lacs and around Gull Lake, um, they're frustrated, you know, because their hands are, are tied with what they can and cannot purchase and then where they can sell them. And so, yeah, at what point is it going to, 
is common sense going to kick in? I'll yeah. just leave it right there, Kev. <laughs> I know that artificial bait is way better than it used to be, and there's times artificial bait works really, really, really well, yep. but there's yep. times when, you know, the fish know the difference, too. They absolutely do. And there's nothing better, and I'm going to give my biggest secret away right now, there's nothing better than a big minnow that's hooked at the tip of its tail so it still could swim freely and look like a sick minnow right at the level where fish are. If you want to catch fish, you see them on the grass, put a small hook on with a sinker that'll keep that minnow six to ten inches off the bottom, and you will catch those fish. I'm that confident in a tail-hooked minnow. A live tail, you put a, a plastic gallon in it, and it's just going to sit right on the bottom or wherever it's at. So, um, But, yeah, that's live bait, I think, is, is nine times out of ten will outfish plastics. There's going to be people that are going to send me hate messages now for that. That's okay. They're, and they're the people that are making these plastic baits, but that's okay. <laughs> Bruce Jean of Rainy Lakes and Malax Lake Guide Service. we got a lot more to come with Bruce later in the show. But up next, the new and improved Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. In addition, the lakes we've been able to fish the first three years. We're now going to be able to fish the Cass Lake Chain, Leech Lake, and half of Winnie. Plus, a whole new area. Brainerd Lakes. Listen up, Brainerd folks, you can join the party this year. I'm Bruce Jean at Rainy Lake Guiding. I always like to give to those in need. That's why I'm on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, because we all know Kev Jackson is sure in need of knowledge. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfast. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Jason Durham, the smarter and better looking Jason, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Checking back in with Bruce Jean, the fishing machine of Rainy Lake and Mille Lacs Lake Guide Services. You brought it up, you and uh, Randy Clausen teaming up for the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic, and you kind of alluded to some of the issues there, too. You're two big dog guides and two big dog anglers. Uh, uh, who's going to be in charge? Well, I mean, there, there's there's no doubt that the elder Randy will definitely be in charge. So, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Randy has an, a high level of success around the Bemidji area lakes, um, and you know, Randy's been guiding indirectly for a long time. Officially, you know, Bemidji area lake guide service is. What am I putting a plug in for him for <laughs> anyway? <laughs> but Randy. Randy is, is an outstanding individual in general, but his knowledge of Lake Bemidji is second to none. And when 
when it didn't work out with his partner and my partner was traveling, like it, it's just a, it's a perfect storm and I'm excited for the team. You know, I, I love Lake Bemidji. It's, it's a fun lake, you know, growing up on, you know, in International Falls on Rainy Lake, my second favorite lake is definitely going to be Lake Bemidji with that. And just the structure, it's, it's fish is similar to Rainy and it just, it, and it has a lot of nice fish on it. So, uh, I'm excited for what, what our team is going to look like, but that tournament in general is just my favorite. I fished quite a few in the summer. That one in general, it's well put together. The community, the area, uh, everything is first class, and uh, I'm looking forward to hoisting up that, is it $15,000 check this year? Twelve five, so, I think. Twelve five. that's right, Twelve five. So are you emptying that one? Will I you am. Hand that to me this year? I, w- I would. We- I would love to hand it to you, but you know there's certain whether requirements. Whether we win or not, <laughs> well, whether we win or not, can we, can we just fake it once and then take a picture? Well, if you if you need a picture, we can do that. But uh, <laughs> we can happy Gilmore the check, so I'll put it in the back of my truck. That's, that's so. right. I never I never get anywhere near the real check. Just so you know. Okay. All right. Well, it, I, I've only have been a few times, so I'm with Randy. You know, and 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 going back to the seriousness of the fishing. Um, you know, I have a couple guide trips on Lake Bemidji that same week. I think he does as well, or we're, we're going to be booking. But, you know, if you want to catch some fish on Lake Bemidji, you know, and, and that week prior, we're going to be fishing it hard. Um, you know, definitely look us up. It's because it's, it's going to be, we're, you know, we're, we can't fish together during pre-fish time. So he has his boat. I'll have my boat. And we're going to be, you know, competing. Um, another guy I fish with, his name is Nate Gilkey. We fished the Gull Lake tournament together. And we fish separate boats for a couple of days prior, and the person that catches the most weight—that's whose boat we use for the tournament. So I don't know if Randy wants to do that. We, you know, we talked about flipping a coin, arm wrestling. Yeah. You know, and there's just a few things that we can do to decide. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun tournament, at Great Lake, and and uh, looking forward to seeing you there. So. All right, yeah, I'm looking forward to. That. It's always a lot of fun. It's a it is a great day. No no doubt about that. Well, Bruce, we need, uh, we need a Bruce Jean dad joke of the day. Oh, boy. You know, this one I think is going to knock your socks out, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear about the fight that happened at the seafood restaurant? I did not. Yeah, there were two fish that got battered. Ba-dum-bum. You know... <laughs> I, I would like to see people in their vehicle driving right now thinking that was awful. So, or or maybe they laugh. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I thought it was pretty good. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. yeah thanks, Kev. All right. Bruce, are you ready for your latest Fast Five? Just so it doesn't have to do with Florida or anything like that. Like, we're not talking D.C. or trivia or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. This is just the okay, normal. Okay, up ready. This is normal. Okay. okay. Here we go. Fast five. Who's with me? <laughs> Question number one. All right, Bruce, it, it, it's your time on Earth has come to an end, and you have to be in purgatory. What purgatory means oh. is you are able to fish. But you can only fish one lake for all of eternity. What lake is that going to be? Ooh. I think, Kev, don't hit me for this. <laughs> Black Sewell. Black Sewell? Yeah. Okay. Have, have you ever been up there? I have not. 
it's four hours north of the border. I should have said Rainy Lake. Duh, right? <laughs> but, um, we have some of the best trips up on Lacsuel, and it's an incredible fishery. Just, just lights out, nice fish, fish catching all day, sun, rain, wind, um, a dead minnow, and a jig. It, I say dead because we can't afford the minnows when they go up there. We, <laughs> we freeze minnows when we bring them up there dead. So. But yeah, it's, it's lights out. Fun, fun lake. So yeah, Lacsuel. And then Rainy. And then Bemidji, and then Black. Okay. Well, okay. I, you know, I've heard wonderful things about Lacsuel, no doubt. Yeah, okay. Okay, question number two. This is somewhat controversial. Star, Star Wars or Star Trek? You know, how many more Star Wars are going to be created? But I would go with Star Wars. Yeah. I'm with you. Far more entertaining. Lots more action. Yeah. Right, right. And special effects. I mean, look at they shaped our world 40 years ago. When was the first one? Oh, like 78 or something? Uh, I think it was 1977. Seven? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, you're right, so, around, right around that era. Okay. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah. It changed It changed special effects for all time. Well, and, and not only that, but just, you know, how how we thought about the world. Like, you know, like Flintstones S. Like, people could fly. Well, now we can. So, <laughs> yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, question number three, another controversial one for Minnesota, but I think I know the answer to this one for you, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Hockey okay. or basketball? Oh, Kev. So I have to say, uh, I actually have tickets to the Wild game tonight. Nice. How fun is that going to be? That's a blast, yeah. Well, hopefully they pull off the W, right? Right. Right. But I love playoff hockey. It's incredible. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. So... But you know I love I, I'm a referee yep. and as as I I, I did get to officiate the team from Bemidji where they knocked off the Elks of Elk River. Oh you did. I, I think know. we talked right before yes, that. Game. Yes we um, did, yeah. And and um, I, I I love basketball. College basketball. I'm not I'm not a big NBA guy. In fact I, I think I've watched two professional basketball games in the last five years. That's just they just don't work hard enough. But anyway, that's a whole different topic we can yeah. talk about later. But the the I would I would have to go with basketball. You knew that though. I did. I did. Yep. Yep. Question number four. I don't know the answer to this one, but I'm interested. Question number four. Same type of thing. Choose one: baseball or football. Mm. So my Packers got rid of Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> So, it's the love connection I, now. I, I am now a Jets fan. Oh my connection. <laughs> two and two. Two and two, Cam. Two and two. Um, you know, I, I, I like baseball on a nice summer evening with with the smell of rock. Like, there's nothing better in the ballpark rock and, you know, a, a helmet full of nachos. Like, who doesn't want a helmet with nachos in it, right? So... Um, but now you know what I eat at the ballpark. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have to say football just because, you know, I'm in three fantasy football leagues and it's a big deal for my world. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would probably go with football. But in the summer, gosh, how, does it, how do you beat that? It is pretty hard to beat at night at the ballpark in the what, summer. What's your, what's your answer to that one, Kev? Um, 
you know, that's a really good question. I would probably, just because I have such fond memories of 87 and 91 lean baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, and the Vikings have just broken my heart too many times. I'm sorry, there's room on the Packer bandwagon. (laughs) Yeah, a lot more room than there was a week ago. Well, and there's a lot less money to be paid. So, yeah, right. here we go. All right. Yeah. Question number five. Put on your chef's hat. What is the your favorite way to prepare fish? Whoa. Oh. So that my that I'm telling my doctor or that I like to eat? <laughs> no, no. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Okay. So... Um, I, I have to tell you that part of a, a, a guiding trip on on Rainy Lake and off of Mille Lacs, you know, it, it's a little bit tougher. But, you know, Rainy Lake has about 400 campsites, docks, fire pits, um, picnic tables. Um, where you just pull up to this campsite, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll take six, eight walleyes that we caught that morning. I'll cut them, clean them, take every bone out. You won't have one bone, Kev. And... Uh, I fry, first of all, I, I, before I even clean fish, I cut the potatoes up and I put those on and I start frying those on low. Open up a can of beans, put it on a back burner, and those are on low heat. No microwave out there, just so you know. Then, I'll fry about two to three pounds of bacon. And in the bacon, you know, it's, it's the, the fattiest bacon you can get. So picture your arteries just plugging right up. <laughs> you take that bacon, fry it, and and keep all the grease, but take the bacon out. Then, this is where it gets good, Kev. You take onion, slice it up, and you take white bread. It has to be white bread because you can't eat anything healthy for lunch that day. <laughs> so, <laughs> white bread, and you butter it with a good quarter-inch layer of butter. All right? And then you put the bacon and the onion and then you you have some lemon and you and you spread lemon over the onion and you put that in a white bread sandwich with and then now the bacon is still warm and it melts the butter on the white bread so that's the rainy lake hors d'oeuvre and you talk about the smell of bacon out on an island there's nobody around you all you have are pine trees eagles and there's some bear around and stuff but that's it and and you're smelling that bacon and generally my clients are having a cold beer or water or whatever they're just relaxed in the shade and and i'm cooking they're enjoying that first of all the hors d'oeuvres and then the key is you deep fry the fish in the baking grease <laughs> okay, now you know why that's my favorite. Now you know why I don't tell my doctor. This no, story. that would, you just not do that. <laughs> I'm going to deny it because the Stanton that he has me on is about triple the size it should be. <laughs> but that is probably my favorite way to eat fish. Um, at my, my clients that I fished with for 25 years, most of them have all died of heart attacks. But they are all—they—they they love that type of fishing, the fish eating, and uh, it's just incredible. So, I will tell you that um, throughout that, there's a chocolate chip cookie at the end. Um, I will say that by August of the summer, I'm bringing a turkey sandwich in wheat bread and lettuce <laughs> on it, and I because I have to do that. I can't continue to eat that all summer long and expect to not 
perish when I run my half marathon at the end of October. So, um, <laughs> and, I, and I will be running another one this October. I just signed up for it. Good so, for you. Um, bring it, bring it on. So I'm, I'm up to about five miles right now, and I was just talking with somebody. I've been running three and four miles this whole time, right? Like after repping season, I just run sprints, and they're like, "Nope, you, you know, a half marathon spawns 13 miles." I'm like, "God, I hate you." So <laughs> that's it. So I upped it on that five to six miles now. So this morning was just under six, and I'm, every muscle in my body, especially in the knees, are telling me you should stop running. So nope, I won't. Uh, now the other question: to How I like my fish prepared? I have actually been baking them. Oh. I take no stick aluminum foil, put that down on a on a, a cookie sheet, and there, then there's no mess. Literally no mess. Just put the fish right on the cookie sheet, and then and then season it how you want. Um, I use Lowry's. I like a lot of pepper. Um, I use some uh, Montreal chicken on the fish and sprinkle it that way. It's incredible. Bake it for about 18 minutes, uh, about 350. I like it a little bit crispier and it gets nice that way. Pull it out and that's a nice, healthy way to eat it. There's really nothing in there that's bad except a little bit of salt. So, um, And then, a, then I'll have a salad with it, guys. Look at that, right? <laughs> Good for you. You, you. you know I'm lying right now, but I'm yeah. pretty it's, sure. It's definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but that's actually a very good way. It's quick, clean, and you don't have to think of the house of fried fish. So let me do that for you, Adrian. You like it. All right, uh, Bruce, if uh, people want to go fishing on Mille Lacs or uh, Rainy with you and help contribute to their cardiologist's retirement, how can they get that set up? <laughs> uh, you know, you can check out www.malacslakeguiding.com, www.rainylakeguiding.com, or if you want to take a tour of Voyagers National Park, I strongly recommend coming to see the Northern Lights with us, doing a tour of the National Park. You'd be surprised how many people in the state of Minnesota have not been on, on Rainy Lake or seen Voyagers National Park yet. Oh, and it's a great time. We have, you know, there's five guides that I'll take you out on there. There's seven guides on Mille Lacs. Uh, but if you want to send me a message, if you want to book your trip to Mille Lacs, do that soon. Um, but uh, you could just send me a text right now, uh, 763-238-7507. Um, we could get you on the books. And you, you'll have probably the most fun fishing in four hours than you'll ever have anywhere else. The Mille Lacs area is incredible. So um, that's for sure. All right. He's Bruce Jean, the fishing machine, the uh, joke dad, uh, joke, the dad joke day, uh, how, 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 take two. How, how's that going, Kev? <laughs> the, the dad fish joke of the day teller and a yeah. healthy preparer of fish. There. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything in there, so absolutely. Bruce, always great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time today. You too, Kev. Looking forward to seeing everyone in the Knights of Columbus, and especially you, Kev. Randy and I are looking forward to holding that check up and smiling with you. (laughs) All right. Wow, what a great way to kick off Fish and Paul Bunyan Country this year. Great week of guests. Thanks to today's participants, Bruce Jean, of course. And Aaron Schmitz, part of the committee of the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. We kick off next week with the return of Dr. Andy Hafes of Bemidji State University. Yes, after a year off, we are back to asking the aquatic biologist. Also next week, we'll hear Bruce Jean's teammate, Randy Clausen, talking about the opener. We've got more Spotlight Lakes. Mandy Urich will join us. 
Tony Roach will be here, and we'll hear from a couple of teams for the upcoming Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. It's all coming up next week on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country! Country!